Um, I think that's the biggest thing with PR or public relations is, you know, just because it may look like something on social media to kind of really do your research on the person and kind of see what what scope of work have they been able to provide? Who have they worked with? Well, I want to talk about branding a little bit. Mm -hmm. It seems like a lot of people are doing the same thing. What separates someone's brand from just someone else that that is in the space? They were so excited to see that, oh, Beyonce's getting paid $30 million for an hour to perform in the UAE, right? But my brain was like, well, who's able to pay her $30 million for an hour? So I did the research. So now I have those contacts. Relationships are everything. Attachment is what we're used to. Alignment is what God is trying to trying to push us towards. I see people jump around and do a multiple thing. And there's nothing wrong with doing multiple things. I do multiple things. But you have to be consistent in what you're doing. If you don't have the numbers you want, figure out what's not working. Go back to the drawing board and stay in that same niche, but be consistent in what you're doing. It's ways to do multiple things in the same niche. People just are all over the place and they get frustrated because they're not yielding any results. Yeah. You have to be consistent in one thing and allow that one thing to drive traffic or drive revenue into the other things that you want to do. Welcome to another edition of the Social Proof Podcast where we find dope people that did dope stuff and continue to change the game. Today, we got Dr. Barnes in the building, man. What's up with you? Oh my God, finally. Finally. Like this has been like 365 days times 10. A hundred percent. Trying to get here, but. But you're busy. You're busy. I am. I'll be here. I'll be here. All the time. <laughs> Don't we? We here working all the time. I don't like travel. I actually don't like traveling. Yeah. I don't mind traveling as long as it's not to LA. I just hate going to LA. What you don't like about I just LA? hate that flight. I feel like the fact that I'm traveling like six hours and I'm still in this country is a problem. Like, why am I still here? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah, that's, a point. that's a long flight for no reason. <laughs> like, when you think about that, so anywhere else I don't mind, but like anytime I have to travel for work and I like it's in LA, I'm automatically like disinterested. Right. So let's talk about your work. Okay. What do you do? So, and for a long time, I didn't know exactly what you did because you just do the most <laughs> in a good way. For You're sure. Just, always on the scene you always work with people you all like so you can explain it okay so yes i'm a publicist so i i do public relations branding partnerships um like that's the 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 meat and potatoes of of my job um i work with a lot of you know well-known talent a lot of well-known brands um but pr okay so this is going to be a good conversation because i actually hate pr mm-hmm Everybody does it that does it except for you. You hate PR that I hate PR. I, you hate people. public relations because that's another thing. And we're gonna let, before we even get started, when somebody refers to themselves as a PR, you already know that they don't know what they're doing. <laughs> Why is that? Because you cannot be a PR. Public relations is a service that's rendered by a publicist, so you can't be a service. So no. when somebody says I'm a PR, so you're a public relations. That's very interesting to me. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't I didn't know that, but I think nowadays with social media. It's, it's, you can be anything you want to be on the internet, For right? Sure. So a lot of times, especially in, especially in, especially in Georgia, child, it's like everybody's a publicist. Mm -hmm. And I have no problem with that, but I have a physical background. So my, my bachelor's degree is in English, have a master's degree in public relations and media management. So and my school for it. Yeah. Yeah. I went to school. I have practical experience in public relations. Um, and then my doctorate's in educational leadership and supervision. So 
um, I have a background in what I'm doing. So that's like going to the doctor's office, right? You're not going to go to the doctor's office and allow someone to give your child a shot or operate on them without having practical or tangible experience. Mm -hmm. um, I think that's the biggest thing with PR or public relations is, you know, just because it may look like something on social media to kind of really do your research on the person and kind of see what, what scope of work have they been able to provide? Who have they worked with? And I will say that public relations is a process, but just because it's a process doesn't mean that things or work shouldn't be getting done. Um, Cause that's, that's, that's what everybody's, Oh, it's a process. It's a process. It is a process, but things should be, be being done within that process. Where'd you go to school? Virginia state. For all of it? For everything. I went to Virginia State. Yep. I was there. I never left. And I'm um, the youngest um, person to obtain a doctoral degree from Virginia State. Really? Ever in the school's history. Okay, okay. Thank you. Okay. And I liked it. So I'm, I'm starting off kind of in a uh, not positive way, intentionally, because you're the real deal. And I, when, when, you, when, you put, when you say Dr. Barnes, you know what I automatically think of? The people who get doctorates. Oh, the honorary ones. <laughs> <laughs> the honorary. Yo, doc I'm not going to lie. Oh, God, please. Can we talk about it? Yeah, yes, 100%. Because it was, it, I, no. What is it like? Right. The Christian TCU Christian University, they give out those? Uh, first off, I'm not putting nobody out there, okay? <laughs> I'm just saying, there are, there's a couple programs where you can get an honorary doctorate. And somebody asked me, they was like, yo. Come, I give a doctor. And I was like, first off, I was like, yo, I'm technically, I went to school for four years total. Okay. I went to Alabama AM for two years, no, three years. I went to Alabama AM for almost two years. I think it was like three strong semesters because I took a semester off. I three strong semesters, not the fourth semesters. one. No, because I went for two okay. and then I owed them some money and they wouldn't let me come okay, back. Okay, yeah, financially, I, I get it. Work I get washing it. cars and I, I saved it. the money and selling t-shirts and stuff like that. Anyway, so three semesters there, I did a year at Macon State. Okay. And I did a semester at Clayton State. I'm, still a, a, yeah. I'm still a freshman, though, first <laughs> off. I'm laughing at like I thought it was the same. You know, I was just about to ask you because you went to so many different schools in different levels. Like, the credits transfer? I have a whole lot to transfer. Like it's just I was because it's a lot going on. I was like. in there anyway. So, but but then uh, uh, somebody asked me, "Hey, I'll give you a doctorate." No, and I I'll give like, it to you. Work? <laughs> I could be a doctor. And then something just something didn't seem right about. It. And I'm not bashing it because no. there's something to it. No, I get it. I think celebrities get honorary doctorates, and I'm just thinking, okay, maybe I'm an influencer celebrity type thing. So to me, it's pros and cons to that. So. From a philanthropy side, if you like what well, Diddy, right? Mm -hmm. If Diddy gets an honorary doctorate from Howard, okay, I that would be acceptable because he went to school, he's done X amount of work for this year, yeah. this amount of years, and he's in that space. But because somebody has X amount of followers and they look like they got something going on or they got a blue check on social media, let me just give you a, a doctorate. Like, that's wild to me. Like, that is so wild to me. And for me, it really, I really, if you understand the amount of work that I had to put in to get a doctoral degree, to be a part of that 1%, to defend and to write a dissertation and to go, to do all of these different things and then just to have somebody give you a doctorate because of the amount of your followers, 
that's that's wild to yeah, me. Yeah, and again, uh, so I'm not again. I'm not bashing nobody because I like, you know you know you're not bashing. <laughs> he's not bashing because he know wild people that got these honorary doctors. That's, but I get it. It's okay. Dang, it's okay. man, you gonna make you gonna make them not like me now. You know what I mean? Or I mean, I'm not coming. I'm just saying. I just I I didn't it didn't resonate with my spirit. So I was like, nah, it doesn't cool. resonate with my spirit either. So you actually went to Virginia State, got a doctorate. <laughs> David, why do you play so much? Like, what is wrong with you? Know. Oh, my goodness. Know. Okay. So, um, and you said your doctorate is in organizational Edu leadership. Educational leadership. Educational. So, I was a classroom teacher for 10 years. Mm. Yes, I was a classroom teacher for 10 years. I taught in Richmond Public Schools for 10 years. I was a middle school English teacher. I taught in a comprehensive setting, and I taught in an alternative school setting. Um, and all while being an educator, I was still doing media on the side. So mm. it would be so funny because my students would be like, Miss Barnes, like, you just do so much. Like, I would teach, and then on the weekends, I'm at the BT Hip Hop Awards, and mm. they're like, oh, I see you with Black Youngster. I see you with such and such. So I was kind of like the cool mm. teacher, not because of that, but be also because I was one of those teachers. I really believe in building rapport, um, especially in an alternative setting. A lot of times in that in that space, as an educator, I felt like you have to pick and choose your battles. Mm -hmm. Like you know, so if I'm already working in a space and Johnny's coming to school, it's like okay, he don't have a book bag, he don't have a pencil, but he's here, right? Because yeah. so he wants to be here. So as a teacher, I wasn't one of those caddy picking on you. Like if he want to listen to NBA Young Boy, he doing his work. He doing his work. He's here. So um, I was a classroom teacher for, for 10 years, um, administrative dean. I, I was on the Virginia Department of Education um, committee where I help create the English um, SOL like curriculum for the state of Virginia. Um, I was like one of the youngest people on the board for um, cultural competency and DEI, diversity and inclusion for the state of Virginia. So I did a lot in that space before transitioning to being a full-time entrepreneur. So it's so many different things that I've been able to do in such a short period of time. Um, and I think, I think it's big to be able to be able to talk about these things because a lot of times people don't know, like you said, you see people in these rooms or you kind of know what they do. You don't know what they do. You see that they're around, but we're working. Like yeah. I'm not around just to be around. Like we're working for sure. Your doctor means something. I'm putting, <laughs> first of all, I'm going to stop calling you Rache. I'm calling you Dr. Barnes. Okay. You earned that. Definitely earned it. Yeah. Dr. Barnes, you earned it, man. Okay. So you, it's so important that black voices are represented in black media for so many different reasons. And the next generation of black uh, voices and influencers from black voices can be found on NPR's new collection, Black Stories, Black Truths. Black Stories, Black Truths is a celebration of blackness from NPR. Each of NPR's black voices are as distinct, varied, and nuanced as the black experience itself. In the Black Stories, Black Truths collections, you'll hear stories of joy, resilience, empowerment, and creating world-shifting things out of struggle. And every episode is a living account about what it means to be black today, told from a unique black perspective. From Bobby Smyrta to The Wire, Michelle Obama to reparations, there's no limit to the range of Black Stories, Black Truths. I listen and I'm enjoying these conversations that are for us, by us. Black representation, again, it hasn't always been uh, shared from our perspective. And black perspectives haven't been censored in the telling of America's story. Now they are the story. In NPR's Black Stories, Black Truths, you'll find a collection of some of NPR's best podcast episodes celebrating the black experience. Here are a feed of episodes from across NPR's podcasts that center black voices. It's NPR. 
Noir. Turn on NBR today and hear a range of voices as very nuanced and black as the country we reflect. Stories should never be about us without us. Listen to the Black Stories, Black Truths on NPR wherever you get podcasts. This podcast is sponsored by Monarch Money. Are you saving to reach your financial goals? Reaching those goals isn't just about getting more money, but by managing what you have. And the best way to manage your money? Monarch Money. Monarch Money is a new kind of finance app that's intuitive, powerful, ad-free, and takes the headaches out of budgeting. Try it free when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. Monarch puts all your accounts, investments, transactions, and finances at your fingertips. With a complete view of your finances, you'll gain insights on your spending and find new ways to save. Plus, Monarch lets you customize your dashboard, collaborate with your partner, set custom budgets and goals, and track your progress toward them. See why Mint users are turning to Monarch Money and loving it, and why the Wall Street Journal named Monarch Money the best budgeting app overall. Get a 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com slash podcast. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H money.com slash podcast for your free trial. monarchmoney.com slash podcast. You are a public... Publicist. What you call... So, main title, publicist, mm-hmm. yes? And what do you do? Because I see you with a lot of, like, uh, celebrities and mm-hmm. influencers and stuff like that. Partnerships. What are you doing for these people? Yes, yeah, so, like... When Vina was on the show, Pretty V, that's one of my clients. Um, for somebody like that, the biggest thing for helping to build a person's brand, pu- a public a publicist, their main role is publicity. Mm. So to keep the client relevant, whether it's in print, ad, radio, um, partnerships. You know, Vina at the time she was doing a deal with City Trends. She still has a deal with City Trends. Bel Air is one of the brands that you know that I work really, really closely with. Um, being able to like, she has a magazine cover shoot tomorrow, um, and just being able to keep these people relevant in high level places. Like we just were, were at the VMAs last week. Before that, um, last week I was in two weeks ago. I was in LA with Cynthia Bailey. I did a retreat for her mm-hmm. called Relax and Rejuvenate. You say you did a retreat for her. What do you mean? I put the retreat together. Oh, so wow. like yeah, even execution is something I do as yeah, well. Yeah, that's why that's why it's yeah. hard for me to connect you with mm-hmm. uh, a publicist because you do stuff so many that different publicists things. Don't yeah. Do. So public relations, but the partnership side too, like the sponsorships, the partnerships, the branding, like getting um, putting her with Myel, doing a deal with Myel. So we're doing the billboards, we're doing the partnerships, we're doing you know product placement. Um, so I did the retreat for Cynthia Bailey, and what we did was it was me and the team of women. Um, 50 like high profile women, corporate women, executives being able to just come together in an intimate space and just relax. Mm. Um, So the name of the retreat was Relax and Rejuvenate. So I did that three weeks ago. You know, we have Revolt Summit this weekend. Have three clients. Okay, real quick. Revolt World, right? Revolt World. First off, I I don't know what it is, though. Do you know why they're calling it Revolt World? Instead of Revolt Summit? I don't even know what it is. If I'm gonna if I'm being honest, I like the fact that they built some hype and energy around it, but I have no idea. I'm going. That's sad. And it's three days away. So Revolt, shout out to Revolt. Hey Datavio, I love Datavio, that's my brother. But with Revolt um World, basically what it is, they used to have the Revolt Summit, which Mm -hmm. used to be solely focused on music. Mm -hmm. Last year it was more like entrepreneur based. Like you had a lot of like different entrepreneurs on panels. So it's like a two day festival. That has panels, workshops, vendors, um, kind of similar to what's going on, but they're calling it Revolt World this year because the Sunday is focused more on international like artists, the Afro beats that. So I guess that's why they changed the name from Revolt Summit to Revolt World. So that's this weekend. My my client is hosting. So that's when I say with deals and partnerships. Who's your client? Pretty V. Oh, Pretty V's hosting. Okay. She's hosting um, this weekend. 
Queen is on a panel. Queen Naja is on mm-hmm. an R&B panel. And then Trina is doing something as well, The Great Debate, on that Friday. Why don't I be getting no invitations to this kind of stuff? You do get invitations. No, I don't. No, they be trying to give me a ticket, but why don't they book me to do something? Why? I don't know. Why don't they? You need to ask Diddy. I will. We got to figure it out. Sean, <laughs> love. Why you don't invite me, bro? <laughs> I always get like a little ticket. Somebody give me a ticket to come and I'm like, all right, I'll bring my wife. But I need some invitations. But you're always invited because I, I always see you. I don't want an invitation to show up. <laughs> I want an invitation to host something. You want to be on the panel. You want to talk. Something. We need a social proof live at exactly. Revolt World. That's what I'm saying. Absolutely. And are you saying this is not happening because I don't have a publicist? You don't like you don't like them. I don't like them. I don't like none of y'all except for except Dr. for Barnes. me. Yeah, because <laughs> you 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 be you be the ones because you know what it is. It's the few that work. Mm-hmm. You got to work. Yeah. Like and then and another thing is. I don't really have a desire to be the talent. Like wherever I show up, my personality is going to show regardless. So like, that's just kind of how it is. But that's another thing too. A lot of the PRs want to be the talent. So if that's really what you want to do, just say that instead of just using that as a way to get you uh, in the space. You know what I'm saying? That's what it is. Like you don't yeah. want to be a publicist. Yeah, you trying to, yo, I, there was a, a dude that was doing uh, PR for me. He was a publicist. And I'm going to laugh. I can't tell. Yo, no, no, no. It's, it's not. It's not <laughs> it was just, he did get me on a panel or something like that. And he was on that joint too. He was hosting it. I'm like, yo, how? Okay. This now is, it makes sense. Now I see. It's now I see what's control. going on. Now okay. I see. But, but besides the public relations, the branding, the partnerships, um, um, I'm really heavy in the funding space as well. So um, September, I recently created a national holiday. Um, September 30th. What do you mean? I created a national holiday. So September 30th is National Black Funding Day. Um, and um, How do you do that? You, you go through a process. You, sim- you create um, like a proposal on why the day is needed, why it needs to be highlighted. You submit it through National Archives and they approve it or they deny it. Somebody hit me this year and said they had National Podcast Day. You heard of that? Somebody submitted, somebody must have submitted their joint. Yeah, so September 30th is um, National Black Funding Day. And the whole premise of National Black Funding Day is to highlight the inequalities and disparities that black and brown entrepreneurs face when trying to access capital for our business. Um, so when I look at Social Proof and I look at Morning Meetup and I look up everything that you and Donnie been able to do collectively, but individually as well, I can almost 95% guarantee that almost everything that you guys done from the beginning of your career was self-funded. 100%. Self-funded, right? And not self-funded because the funds aren't available. Self-funded because of the capital accessibility. Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of National Black Funding Day is to highlight the inequalities and disparities that we face. So in 2022, out of the $40 billion that was allotted in venture capital to businesses, less than 3% of that was to black and brown businesses and less than 1% of that was to females and minorities. Mm -hmm. So when we start looking at statistics, if I'm in school and I get a 3%, that means you didn't even try. Yeah. 3%, you didn't try. 1%, you didn't try. Yeah. So we have to highlight what was what was going on through Social Proof, through Fearless Fund, through EYL, through Harlem Capital, through Greenwood, and through everything that everybody's doing. Highlight the movers and shakers in a space that are doing phenomenal, right? But it's also a call to action to these major companies, to the, you know, visas, to the who are all these major companies that say they have DEI, which is diversity and inclusion, incorporated in their budget, 
you say you have it, but where are the funds? Mm -hmm. So that's the whole point of the day. Because besides that, I also have a women's fund. I don't think you know that I have a, a women's fund, Eval's Equity. So Eval's Equity is a women's fund that I have. And we raise, it's a fund to fund. So it's not a VC. So it's a fund to fund. We raise funds to give away in the form of grants mm -hmm. to black and female, um, black female entrepreneurs. Um, Eval's, Eval's Equity. And Eval's Equity, um, our slogan is where opposition meets opportunity. Mm -hmm. um, and Eval's backwards spell slave. Because as a slave, you were always faced with opposition and you never had any opportunity. Dang. Yeah. That's real. I like that. Yeah. You're doing something great in our world. Yeah, yeah thank you. So let's let's get to this um, reason why I'm not booked for stuff, okay? <laughs> a person, when does a person need a publicist? Okay. I feel like a person, when, when, when a person needs a publicist when it gets to the point where... Um, brands and different things are reaching out to you and you're, you no longer have the manpower to kind of do it on your own. Mm. Um, and I feel like it, when you get to a, a certain point in your career and you feel like you want to scale, like I think like, like with social proof, I think with you guys, what, what social proof is doing is no way that you can't partner with like an Amazon or, you know, a dove or Unilever or a major company. You know so, yeah. I'm actually Amazon shout to Amazon. Amazon is one of the partners um, that I'm working with for National Black Funding Day, um, Amazon AWS, which is Amazon Web Services. Um, I'm working with them. Shout out to my sister Tiffany over at Amazon Web Services. Um, she's actually helping. And that's a, a company that I can tell that we're going to build a, a, a long lasting relationship because they really believe in um, black entrepreneurs and, and what we're doing. So it's two sides to that. You have Amazon BBA, which is the Black Business Accelerator Program, which my girlfriend Tiffany actually helped create. Um, and she single handedly got um, Amazon to pledge $150 million in 2021 oh, wow. to black and brown entrepreneurs um, to their businesses. So they have the, the business, to sell, they have the BBA, which is the accelerator program. And then Amazon Web Services, AWS, is more like the tech side of things through Amazon. So partnering with them, um, just had a meeting with Google like three weeks ago to do some stuff with Google. Um, so you can give me some money? Yeah, we got to figure this out. Can you get me some money? This is the thing. That's another thing I'm not going to do because people lie. Okay. We can figure something out. Another, because that, that's another reason why people don't like to work with publicists. Is because okay, I just, I just want to tell you, to figure something out is triggering a little bit because people <laughs> ask me, they're like, "Yo, let me get on a podcast." You know what I say? <laughs> we figure something out. <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, no, but no, I, I really, I think um, with social proof, I think the biggest thing is creating a capabilities deck and just kind of going from there. And what do you mean capabilities? A capabilities deck. So in public relations, you have EPK, you know, we have your, yeah. your electronic, electronic press kit, press and we'll have a regular deck, which is for you to pitch, but a capabilities deck is it shows it's exactly what it says. It's a capabilities deck. So it shows your capabilities. So on there to show like who we are as social proof, what we do, um, our audience, our reach, um, qualitative and quantitative research based off of our, what we've been able to do as a company. And then real quick, I'm so sorry. Only because Tani doesn't, understand qualitative versus quantitative <laughs> to explain the, what that means and then hold on and then case studies okay. you gotta have case studies too so quantitative the numbers qualitative narrative storytelling so being able to tell stories through social proof and then showing statistics that kind of back up the stories that you're telling um and case studies so black equity con for you would be a case study mm. social proof podcast um the podcast summit that you yeah. guys did that's a case study um the alumni event that you do mm -hmm. for your people, those are all case studies. So you're showing what it is, what you, the objective and your results. 
and then you put that together and you send that out to different companies to partner with you. Are you the person that, that sends does that? it out? I am the person you, who sends it out. You'll send it out. I am the person who sends it out because I'm the person who have the I have the contacts. Mm -hmm. What is a good number that someone would pay for a good publicist? Hmm. It just depends. I think. Hmm. It just depends on you as a person and your in the the budget. Like if it's an individual person or if it's a brand. So individual. like, yeah. So I, I mean, well, what would I be? Individual or a brand? I mean, you're a brand, but if I'm doing PR for the David Shands brand, or am I doing PR for Social Proof? Because that's two separate entities. What's more expensive? Social Proof. So doing it for the brand is more like it, it doing it for a company will be more because it's going to require me to do more gotcha. versus me doing it for an individual. Because with you, I'm pitching you to magazines. I'm pitching you to media outlets. I'm pitching you to television shows. And then understanding, too, that all press is not organic. Some people pay for press like sometimes you have earned media and you have paid media. A lot of times when you look at like you might get on Shave Room or Spiritual Word or you know Neighborhood Talk and you're like. How is this person on here? Mm -hmm. Or why is this? And it comes across as an ad, but it doesn't say ad. Yeah. That's paid press. Yeah. But in the beginning stages of someone's career, like, I don't think that's bad. You yeah. know what I mean? Because it's, it's still getting you publicity. Yeah, for sure. Um, and then it's, it's clickbait, being able to trigger that person from that page over to your page, what can ultimately convert into a sale, a new client, a new customer. Um, Cause everything is about conversion. You want to be able to convert to something, whether mm. it's a new customer, a new client, something. Um, so I think, I think a good starting um, fee for someone who wants to pay for a publicist is like no less than like $4,500 a month, depending on what that person needs to do for them. Mm. Uh, you need a publicist? Yeah. 4,500, you probably get a good one. You with it? I'm with it. He's with it. Yeah. You know somebody good? I do. I can recommend you. Send it out later. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> For sure. Okay, so 4,500. And what, okay, so may, I think my first publicist, I might have paid her like two grand or something like that. And this was years ago. Okay. And that's and on the low end, just to, just to be. That's the low end. Yeah, just starting. Remember we said starting. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because my thing is, if like, and that's another thing with the client too, when you're hiring for services, one, when you're hiring for someone's services, you should already have a budget in mind, what you want to spend as a client, but also have realistic expectations for yourself. Don't hire someone and say, okay, boom, because I, you know, I went viral on the shave room. Now I want to be in Forbes. Yeah. Yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. Like, huh? You want to be in Forbes? So let me ask you this. So Terry, I'm not. He's a. I, I don't use this example, but say somebody is not anybody, but they have an extreme talent, mm -hmm. and they don't have a whole lot going on, but they got a little something going on. Th that what do you person, mean not anybody? Like they're not, not. They're not Instagram famous. They're not Instagram famous. Those or, are the people I like to work with because those are the people who have budget. Or they ain't got no budget either. They well, I, no can't, I can't help you. You got no budget. budget. You, my man says race but, but they have an extreme <laughs> talent. They, they have a talent or they have a good product or something like that. But if they have a good product, then they would have a budget. Because if you had a good product, it would be selling. Not necessarily. Some people have a good product. They just, or let's say the product is my ability to get on stage and kill it and speak. Okay. I want to get more speaking gigs. Yes. 
Would a publicist help me, or I just need to go straight to a booking agent or something? No, you need a publicist, but I does I don't think it would. I don't think it would hurt you having a publicist and an agent as well, because your agent is not going to be compensated unless they book you for something. Yeah. So you can have an agent and you can have a publicist. So that way you're you know you're you're in two different lanes at the same time. Gotcha. You. It seems like you work primarily with celebrities. Though. I mean, yeah, because for the most part, that's the type of clientele that reaches out to me. But I'm not I, I'm not opposed to working with someone who has a brand that everyone doesn't know because that's my job. If everyone doesn't know you to get everyone to know who you are. And yes. So that's my point. Absolutely. A person who isn't known and they're hoping that once people see who they are, for sure, they'll be celebrity. No problem. And they hire you mm -hmm. and you pitch this person to magazines, interviews, stuff like that. Yes? yes, correct. Okay. But sometimes people don't want to be celebrities. That's another thing too. Sometimes people just want their product to be well, you know, out there. Sometimes everybody doesn't want to be famous. You know, I, I get people who reach out to me all the time. And the biggest thing is, you know, they just want brand awareness. Yeah. You know, how can I, with with my budget, how can I have achieve more brand awareness? So with that, you might do like influencer campaigns or TikTok campaigns. Like I have a client right now, Brown Sugar Babe. Um, it's a, it's a, a body oil company. She has like one of the most successful body oils in the country. And okay. a lot of people don't know who the CEO is, but yeah. they, they're familiar with the brand when they see the brand because the brand is so amazing. It's a luxury body oil company and she focuses on like dupes of luxury oil. So like everybody not be able to spend, you know, 275 on a Baccarat perfume, but you can spend $50 on a body oil. Yeah. So, you know, people like that. I like working with those type of brands. I like working with those type of clients because at the end of the day, for me, it's not about working with someone because they're a celebrity or, you know what I mean? I don't, I think celebrities nowadays is subjective, mm -hmm. you know, cause like, what is a celebrity nowadays? Like, yeah, what is, you know, like I'm not gonna say anybody's name, but listen to the music. That's, that's like, Ooh, <laughs> like that's what we're but that's what we're promoting that's what mm. we're that's those are the type of people that we're making quote unquote yeah. famous so a lot of people don't care about that it's really just about being able to get their brand out so the product can convert to sales gotcha. that's the biggest thing all right tanny as a dope podcast okay. and he's branding himself as the potiologist it's really cool oh potty yaddy 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 you know, <laughs> he did a podcast on me at like a white doctor suit it was dope it stood out he had the hat thing and everything so oh, I like that. Let's, Dr. Say, Sue. let's say that he comes to you, says, hey, I need a publicist. I want to grow my brand. What's the first conversation you're going to actually can we give him the mic real quick? Can we give him the mic? Um, he's yeah, like, wait go. a minute. Put me on so spot. because I want to take somebody who's just for sure. A for child, sure. He's, you know what I mean? Like, for sure. Try to get some motion. Talented brother. Love that. So. So what what is the first conversation you're going to have with him? Well, for me, the first question I would ask is what what are you what are your brand goals so it's it's September 2023 right it's three months left in a year we're in the fourth quarter where do you see your brand within the next well maybe not because I don't know when this is gonna air okay so we shouldn't take dates okay it'll probably be Christmas <laughs> all right so it's, it's September 2025 okay guys. I've got three it's, it, we're in we're in one of these months that's gonna yeah. be close to the end of the year right. but <laughs> um my biggest question would be to you what are your main goals for your brand? Like, where do you see yourself in the next three to six months? Um, 
and and with those questions, where do you see yourself in the next three to six months? What is the biggest struggle that you feel like that your brand is facing that you can't do on your own? All right. Answer those. What you got? That's a phenomenal question. Um, for three to six months is really grow the production side. So we really focus. I've always been a podcast producer. So I just recently started being front facing as far as uh, getting my, um, I guess, my brand out there. So my biggest thing would be exposure as far as just letting people know there's an easier way to start a podcast and really grow that side of it. I feel like the other part of it will kind of come with time um, just because we have so much going out there as far as content. So building the awareness around the production side of the brand. So for me, my brain, like what he just said, is two things that I automatically think about when he just said it's easy ways to start a podcast, right? So for me, thinking about something that can convert while you're trying to make money to try to do the podcast, it's, it's easy ways to start a podcast. So that right there, that's an ebook. That's something that you can create to help, help with your sales right now. Easy ways to start a podcast. And then the production side how to produce a podcast. So a production, a production like, um, like handbook or something that you can promote to other producers who already have existing podcasts, like an easy step-to-step guide on how to produce a podcast. So now you have something for the consumer and something for the person who's producing as well. Absolutely. Gotcha. All right. Wow. That's awesome. When can you start? <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, so your first thing is you're going to, their shape goals. is offering we, the goals because yes. we need to know what we're working on. Yes. So the main thing is what are, what are the, what are the goals? So, so that way I know when I create, cause everybody, every client is different. So they tell you what they want to work on and then we have to create a strategic plan based off of their timeline. Mm-hmm. So I know that each week, like every week, my clients get a, a action plan for me every Monday yeah. and every Monday, these are our action items for the week. These are our goals that we need to meet for the week, whether it be, all right, I What's up, podcaster or soon-to-be podcaster? Get ready to level up your podcast game because the number one podcast education summit of the year is back, and it's bigger and better than ever. I'm talking about the second annual podcast summit happening on July 4th and 5th in the content creation capital of the world. You already know, ATL, baby. Atlanta, Georgia, going down July 4th and 5th, two full days. Imagine this. Imagine you getting all the game you need to take your voice, your brand, your your business to the next level. Imagine getting all the insider tips. Imagine getting all the know-how that you've been craving for the last two, three, four years where you're talking about you're going to start a podcast, but you haven't yet because you don't have the tools, you don't have the tips, you don't have the tricks. I don't care if you're just starting or you're a seasoned pro. This summit has something for everyone. Picture you mastering the basics of setting up your podcast or unlocking the secrets to grow your brand on social media. We're not just talking about podcasting here. I'm talking about you want to build a long form catalog, whether it's skits, movies. We got people talking about script writing. This is an incredible experience. Imagine, imagine discovering the art of securing these lucrative sponsorship deals. And that's not all. Learn the ropes of creating a pitch deck that has sponsors knocking down your door. But wait, 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 wait. There's more. This isn't just a summit. This is an experience. I'm telling you. Rub shoulders with industry leaders. And you got to network with other people that are doing what you're doing. All the guests that have ever been on Social Proof Podcast, I'm giving them a free ticket. And in exchange, they promise me that they're going to sit down and do short interviews with you. We got podcast booths for our VIP members where you can sit down, pull somebody to a side, and you're going to create content in real time. I know what you're thinking. 
How do I get a part of this podcasting paradise? Well, it's simple. All you have to do is head over to podcastsummit.com, grab your tickets now, but hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because I have something really, really special for you. I got a little treat for my early birds, people who take action. The next 20 listeners and only 20 listeners who get your tickets right now, okay? I'm not only going to give you 20% off of whatever ticket level you get, you get 20% off, but if you use the promo code BIGDEAL, It'll take 20% off immediately, but I'm also going to allow the first 20 people t- listening to this right now to be able to bring a friend, bring a teammate, bring a partner for absolutely free. You get general admission, they get general admission. You get VIP, they get VIP. Whatever ticket level you purchase, you get to bring a friend, partner, colleague, boo thing for absolutely free. Nothing extra required. My team's going to reach out to you, get your partner's name, or if you don't have the person you no, right now yet you got time no pressure you get us back but use that code big deal that triggers to let us know you get to bring someone for free so don't wait so you secure your spot at the number one podcast education summit in the country join us july 4th and 5th in atlanta let's turn your podcast dreams into a reality y'all head over to podcastsummit.com use promo code big deal at checkout and get your tickets now don't miss out on the opportunity to take your podcast to new heights take your brand to new heights take your business to new heights with this unprecedented offer okay i'll see you at the summit and don't forget to use promo code big deal i need to pitch you to 20 media outlets in this niche this week i need to land you at least one article this week and we need to be submitting you to at least three or four conferences mm. That's for that week. And if we go into the next week, if those action items weren't completed, why weren't they completed? And what can we do moving forward? So that way there's no gray area. I like to over communicate with my clients. So that way there is no room for confusion because I feel like when you're paying for a service, I don't care what it is. I don't care if it's $500 or $10,000 a month, there should be a clear, concise plan and there should be communication on a daily basis so but before you can do anything action action plan has to be created because i have to know what your goals are and then that way we know how we can move forward got you all right so we're shaping us you you understand his goals and based on his goals you got to shape that because that might take a month yeah yeah. of like shaping the The admin stuff the admin stuff because then you have to do a photo shoot your press kit has to be created Mm. um you know we have to make sure that we have a website that's another thing too a lot of people have brands and they're promoting things, but there's no way to, to delegate traffic. Yeah. Like you have to have somewhere to be able to delegate your traffic. So if you have a podcast, and even if the podcast is not up and running yet, at least have a landing page. Yeah. Something that people can go to and Google you or something has to come up because now it, it makes you credible. If you're saying I've been doing X, Y, and Z for however long and I can't look it up, mm. it's a red flag. Yeah. It's like the honorary doctorate. it's a red flag it's a red flag for me so for sure all right so first we identify their goal help shape their offering then you got to clean up the visual presentation you got to do a shoot you got to do like some type of photo shoot content shoot and all that because i can't pitch you with pictures from instagram yeah like i don't or that same picture yeah like like even with me like people reach out to me i'm not even gonna lie i do need to do an update shoot job so Whew, I need an updated content <laughs> shoot. I recently cut my hair off and then, you know, I had to get different, like, you know, it's, it's, it's a little something, something going on, right? So, like, when people reach out to me, like, I'd recently, like, MSNBC reached out um, because of everything that was going on with the Fearless Fund and they kind of asked me, because I'm in that same space, like, what is your, um, you know, what is your your take on what's going on with the lawsuit and da 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 
and they they were like, okay, well, can you send us a, a photo and photo credit for the picture? I'm like, damn, I done used this photo fifty <laughs> times. I need an updated photo shoot, but yeah. just and that's and and that right there can be a delay because yeah. it takes time to set up a content shoot. Like you know, within the first month, it might take you two and a half weeks to set up your content shoot. Yeah. So now we're going into month two already. So it's just so many different things that have to be done at the beginning. So that way we can kind of be like consistent throughout the process. Yeah. So I'm, I'm just setting expectation for people who are looking to get, get a publicist or someone to help them that it's not like, all right, I'm about to sign your contract right now. You're my publicist. And tomorrow you're going to get me on Revolt World. Yeah. There's, it got, there's a process. It's a process. And you have to have realistic expectations. Like it might be a client where, you know, I might sign up, I might work with somebody. And then two months later, I might land them a deal with Burger King. Or we might land a deal with Unilever or Dove or someone. But that's solely based off of the client and, you know, what they're already doing and who they are and, and kind of going from there. Just a side note. I use Dove. Okay body wash mm -hmm. and the dove for men collection okay so i use a lot of dove because you mentioned dove a lot which means i think you got a relationship with them mm -hmm. but i use i'm, I'm a i'm mm -hmm. a client and my l you use my l i would okay you know yeah, what I mean? yeah, but yeah. i i'm just i'm just saying i'm letting you know for sure got you bro got you you know what i mean okay all right so I, first off I re so you're not forty five hundred dollars. It depends, but that's like to start. Okay. <laughs> David is like. What does it go up to though? Like a lot. A lot for sure. I've done. Um, I'm not gonna put no numbers out there, but we've done a lot. I've yeah. done a lot of stuff. Got it. Well, I've been able to work on a lot of projects. Like I've worked on like when Kanye did the Donda um album release like the the Yeezy team reached out to me, and I worked on that project. And within like 24 hours, we were able to get. Yeezy screening um, sessions in like 70 states within like a 24 hour period. Really? Yeah. Like when they were streaming at the Mercedes Benz Stadium, yeah. like they called me and was like, hey, like, you know, we, we want to work. And, I, and that was through a relationship that I had with a good friend of mine who was like, look, we need to work on this project together. And that's another thing too. Partnerships. Don't be a gatekeeper. One thing about me, I am a woman's woman. I am a people, like if it makes sense, um, when I, I feel like once we start reaching to a certain level in our career, um, a lot of people don't feel like this, but I feel like it is our duty to educate and help people that want to be in the spaces and places that we're in mm. and not just be in these rooms and not just be here because it looks good for social media. Mm. Because on social media, everybody has a Lambo. Everybody got a Ferrari. Everybody yeah. got, you know, a pink slip. But yeah. that's not the that's not the that's not realistic for everyone you know for what i mean sure. and everybody doesn't want that yeah. you know what i mean so just being realistic with you know i tell people all the time it doesn't hurt me to scoot over if i already have a seat at the table that's a fact like, like that's that. that's my that is something i whenever i go out and i speak or i talk to people i always say it never hurts to scoot over when you have a seat at the table already because what happens if you gotta go up and use what happens if you gotta go to the bathroom yeah you lost your seat being selfish. Now, you don't got nobody to hold your seat. You need a placeholder. Yeah, so just sure. kind of just being being in that space and just being. And another thing is um, always, no matter what you do, just be organic and be yourself from the beginning. Because I, that's another thing I see that when you're yourself from the beginning, it's, it's easy to remain yourself. It's hard to be something that you're not if you're not that from the beginning. Yeah. Um, so just being authentic and just ask for help. 
No one knows everything. Even though I've been doing this for a while, I know that I don't know everything. And I think that's why I've been able to grow at the rate that I've been able to grow. Because I'll sit in the rooms with executives from Amazon or JP Chase Morgan or, you know, some of the like, you know, I have connection with like, you know, the Robert Smiths and mm -hmm. these people and the, and the people and places that I've been able to sit in and the rooms that I've been able to sit in. It's always and only because I've been able to be authentically myself, but always and only because I know that I don't know everything. Yeah. My thing is, I you, do you do all this stuff yourself? So up until recently, I haven't like and that's another thing too. not being you can't scale without a team. Yeah. Like I have an executive assistant, shout out to Bree. I have the best executive assistant. Bree is amazing. Like last last week, I was just in New York for New York Fashion Week. We um we were hired to do the Fashion Bomb Daily Show. Mm -hmm. Um, Claire gave us that opportunity, and Ooh. Claire Claire Summers from Fashion Bomb Daily. She has like the largest fashion platform when it comes to like African American mm -hmm. people in in the form of flash fashion. I think her platform is like two point five million. But but basically, what it is is um, she posts like fashion like outfits and purses and stuff from our community like highlighting black and brown designers mm -hmm. and what's it in fashion um but we were hired to do the fashion show and when we had the executive call she was like i'm not gonna be honest i'm not gonna lie to you she was like i underestimated the presence of media she said this is the most media that we've ever had mm -hmm. at our show and i came on in the 10th hour i went from attending the show to producing the talent hey. the media and all of that for the show um and i had like Vogue, I had E! News, I had AOL, we had TMZ, Hot 97, and some of like the largest media platforms in the world. And this is calling them saying, hey, you need to show up at this event. Yes, these are all relationships. So is it just you and your executive assistant? Me, my executive assistant, I have two junior publicists and a graphic designer, and we're, we're, we're constantly growing. Yeah, but for the most part, I'm very meticulous on um, the pitches. Like yeah. when stuff goes out, everything still has, to, I need to see what it's like. I need to see, yeah. cause nowadays everybody got AI, everybody, AI is writing everything. I need to see it. Yeah. Cause it, it, no, I need to see what's going out. Here's the thing. I'm, I can be territorial. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Jealous. Yeah. So <laughs> I, okay. You've been rocking with Pretty V and she's at an event and I'm like, oh, she booked. Why well, booked mm -hmm. Dr. Barnes. Mm-hmm. And it gets like that. It does, right? It does. But but then you have to understand that you have to know your publicist and you have to know your client and everything is not for every everybody. Every opportunity is not for everybody. Mm -hmm. So like I might have Vina attend the VMAs, but I might have Queen perform. So Queen's your client too? Queen Najee. Queen Najee. Yes. I love Queen. Yes. And what do you Queen. do for her? her? I'm a publicist. I'm saying like, what are some of the things? Same thing. Branding, public relations, the partnerships. We're working on some stuff. She has some new music about to come out soon. So, you know, we're working on that and it's a process. It's a process. But but that's one thing that I want to share to people, whether you are an aspiring publicist or you're aspiring to be in media, to understand that this is a process and it takes time to get here. At the beginning, you're not charging 45, 5K, whatever you're charging a month. I remember when I was charging $900 a month and I was okay with that. But as your team grows and as your brand grows, you have to be able to scale. So you're not going to be able to do you can't do that as your brand grows. So just understanding gotcha. that as well. So, okay, now this picture Because is even you, really quick, I remember when we did, and, and, and I have to give you your flowers while we're on camera, shout out to you and Social Proof and everything that you guys are doing because when we did Vina's episode, that was in the other building. Mm -hmm. We didn't have all of this. Yeah, This is fancy. <laughs> like, we got hand-painted people on the wall. <laughs> and that's the that's the big Steve Harvey, too. That's the original oh, Steve Michelle, Harvey. 100%. Ellen. Absolutely. You know, 
Jerry. Okay, yeah. Dave. I see you, Dave. <laughs> um, so I'm just proud of what you guys have been able to accomplish because, you know, it takes time. And that's yeah. what we want to... It takes time. Yeah. And it takes time because you're building your audience. You're constantly putting out content. But a big piece of that is the capital accessibility part that we talked about earlier. Yeah. When you have to... People got to pay. Look, morning meetup. Even the morning meetup. Make sure you're paying uh, your, your dues in the morning meetup. Make sure you're paying <laughs> your stuff because... What people don't understand is when you do that, I'm able to grow my brand for you so I can have access to bigger things and bigger opportunities for for your community. Yeah. So make sure you pay your stuff. Yeah, that, that is a fact because I think because as we all um, are showing up and we are all there, I'm able to introduce more people. For sure. That's pretty cool. For sure. And it, now it makes sense because you were asking me about Queen Naja and or like you, you, you'll send me like, yo, I think this would be a good person for your uh -huh. show. Is that you doing your I'm pitching. thing? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And it don't feel like a pitch. You're like, oh, this must be good. Hey, okay, hey, that bro. Makes sense. That hey, makes bro, sense. I think we should get Queen on the show. Or hey, I, I think we should go. Da, da, da. But but La -la. I'm La is that your? Yeah, that's my client. Yes, La -la. that's who I'm going to see when I leave here. Yes, she's amazing too. We got to talk about her, but we'll talk about that. But another thing about that is I'm able to do that with you in this manner because of the mm. relationship that we have, right? Yeah. I couldn't do that with somebody that I didn't have a relationship with that yeah. I'm just trying to get on a podcast. I can't, you know, like, who is this girl? Like, no, yeah. send us an email. We don't, we don't know who you are. But everything is relationship-based. I can say, okay, hey, boom, like, you know, let's get such and such. Like, even yeah. when I was working with Milan, I was pitching Milan, and then now she's a freak. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. That was before. So everything is is relationship based. You know, yeah. being and that's another thing that I want people to understand is relationships are everything. Everything doesn't have to be transactional in the form of money. Facts. It shouldn't be. It shouldn't be transactional. It, and then sometimes, and I'm good for this. Like David tell you, I don't even even when I text him, it's not even like about. Oh, bro, what's going like? It's not. Yeah. It doesn't have to always be about what can you do for me Facts. or how can I help you. He'll tell you like. Hey Shay, I need I need help with X, Y, and Z. Okay, let me see who I know. Let me see who I can plug in. Let me see what brand, you know. I'll be quick. All right, you need a deck. Oh, I do. I'm like, I'll give you a deck. I'll create you a deck. I yeah. won't, you know, that's just because that's our relationship. 100%. So we just have to make sure that um, you know, everything is not transactional in the space and you're just organic in, in what you're doing and 100%. you'll be able to grow. All right. So um I I, I want I want to talk about branding a little bit. Mm -hmm. It, it's everybody it seems like a lot of people are doing the same thing and from your expert opinion what separates someone that there's a bunch of people in a space what separates someone's brand from just someone else that that is in the space pretty mm -hmm. much for me i think um being authentic because I think in a space where so many people seem like they're doing the same thing, you can kind of feel like when you're having conversations or you're looking at things, if it's like organic or if it's not like, that's another thing too, when working with clients, like not just being accessible to everybody that wants to work with you. And that's why I love Vina. And she like, it, it's not about the money or the brand because it's like, okay, this brand might offer a hundred K to do X, Y, and Z. But if it doesn't align with the brand, it doesn't make sense. Hold on. Do people be offering a hundred K to do X, Y, and Z? Yeah, for sure. Mm. I'm not going to say the who the client Yeah, you don't is. have to, but I'm saying no, 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 I, I'll give I you think an it's example. a really cool idea no, that you I'll have give, I'll give access you. to someone that will pay your client $100,000 to do X, Y, and Z. Yes, yes. Let me ask you, do you, as a publicist, 
Do you get a percentage of that? I, 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 the, so I will get a commission off of, mm-hmm. yeah, that's all about how you, you write your, your contract yeah, up. So yeah, you'll yeah. get a retainer and then mine will be a retainer plus 10% of anything that I bring to the table mm. as far as a branding deal or a partnership. I need 10%. Huh? Yeah. 10%. yeah, yeah, yeah. And if we doing a deal, if it's five hundred k or a million dollars off of that's a that's a good little ten percent. I'll give you an example. I'm not gonna say who the client is because the, their their team messed this deal up. Um, and that's another thing too. I see this so much with like artists and labels, and sometimes you have managers or people in those like high positions that if it's not something that they brought to the table or if it's something that they really don't want to do, they don't even really let the client know what really be going on behind the scenes, and they mess up so many huge opportunities behind the door. Like I had a deal on the table for a client. It was a $1.2 million posting situation where this company wanted them to post two posts a month, attend a party because they would have been the face of this particular product and come to like something for the anniversary sale. So that's like a hundred K a month to post twice. Goodness gracious. And, and, and the manager kind of messed up the deal because they weren't, um, communicating as effectively as the company wanted them to. Which and could be a sign that... That they're not really again. interested or that, you know, every time they would re- reach out or we would have meetings, it would be, oh, let me get back to you or they're doing this or they're, they're, they're currently on tour or they're doing this and they're doing that. And me personally, to this day, I still don't even think that the client knows what mm. happened. I don't think that they know what happened because it's happened with this client multiple times when I've reached out to them for like different deals and different partnerships but having a having a strong team and then knowing what's going on like I had a a client reach out to me like recently talking about some different stuff that they were going through about their finances like Mm -hmm. you know never give someone that much um, control over your finances either like always know what's going in and coming in out of your account um, as well so that's a whole nother conversation but yeah just making sure that you have a strong team and people around you that you can trust because it's like two posts 100k like that's it's, I don't care how much money I ever make I'm never turning down <laughs> like I don't because like, to me it just doesn't make sense I don't yeah. care if it's 5k 25 if it makes sense we scooping it up yeah 25k five like we can go to the auction now we about yeah. to get a we talk about real estate like yeah. that's the whole like when we when we know when we know what we can do with the opportunities that we presented to ourselves because let's be very realistic we're so blessed we live in a time where you know it's so many people that don't have jobs like when you look at the writer strike and that's another thing like you look at the writer strike and you know some of your favorite actors and actresses are out of a job right now and you know we're able to create an income for ourselves on a weekly basis yeah People don't have that opportunity. So I don't take anything for for granted. And I told myself personally in this season moving forward, um, I just want to be obedient. Just be obedient and then understanding that there's a difference from attachment and alignment. That's huge. Mm. That's huge because that and for me, attachment is what we're used to. Alignment is what God is trying to trying to push us towards. But we're not we're not being we're not we're not able to be aligned to what God is trying to give us because we're so attached to one thing. So we have to be un, we have to really understand the difference between attachment and alignment and then also heighten your discernment in the season because everybody yeah. can't go. I like that. All right, I and I'm 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 kind of I I'll get closer to wrapping it, but there's so many things that I want to know like what are these companies looking for out of these people? And is it just numbers? I'm looking for a follower account or engagement, mm-hmm. or I'm looking for some, are there some companies that are looking for 
undiscovered talent who has a personality who can be the face of my brand in these meetings that you're having, mm -hmm. what are these corporations looking for? So on a corporate level, I think the biggest thing that I see that's like a reoccurring trend is they want to be able to work with somebody that's going to convert. And that comes from looking at that person's analytics, um, what they're doing, trends. So like if you have like a beauty influencer and you see on their TikTok or on their Instagram that they're able to organically on their on their own have five million or 10 million impressions. And that's without the backing of, you know, like a big company like a Mayel or like the, a big company with like, you know, Curl Days or whatever. Like you have these major beauty brands. If they're able to do that on their own, imagine if they have the backing or the exposure from a major company. Right. So they're looking at it from that point because they're like, without me, you're able to do this already. Mm -hmm. So imagine what you'll be able to do with me. So I see um, numbers plays a huge game, especially like with the with with partnerships and with like the music side too. streams like everybody's looking mm -hmm. at streams. So that's why now. Everyone, you'll look at different companies and you'll be like, well, how did this person get like, who is this? Like, we might not know who they are, yeah. but it's like number wise, they have, you know, crazy numbers. So that it's a numbers game yeah. for, for, for the most part. So the people who don't have the numbers is all hope lost. I don't think there I think anything could be redeemed. I don't think it's an all hope lost. I think that if it's something you want to do, you, I, I'm going to say this before I leave because it's on my heart to say because I see people jump around and do a multiple thing and it's nothing wrong with doing multiple things I do multiple things but you have to be consistent in what you're doing that is the biggest thing for me is consistency it's, if you don't have the numbers you want figure out what's not working go back to the drawing board and stay in that same niche but be consistent in what you're doing it's ways to do multiple things in the same niche so if you are someone who has a podcast you can make money five different ways from having a podcast if you're a beauty influencer it's five different ways you can make money from being a beauty influencer because you can promote different brands you can do you know um like real live reels or whatever like makeup tutorials whatever you can like have the shirts get t-shirts made for the brand or or if it's your brand you could create a book about how to use the products you know you can do a, a podcast on how to you know become a it's so many different ways within the same niche to make money but people just are all over the place and they get frustrated because they're not yielding any results yeah. you have to be consistent in one thing and allow that one thing to drive traffic or drive revenue into the other things that you want to do man i think people like hear it but they don't be hearing it, especially because it's hard being consistent. Yeah. Especially if there's a season where the thing you've been doing, one, it's you're getting bored with it. Yeah. And it's not working how it used to, which conversely, it comes from you not putting as much energy. It's not like the yeah. thing doesn't start work. The thing stops working. The person typically stops For working. For sure. Um, but it's just so hard to be consistent, man. But if it, and I think another thing is if when, when it, when you get like that or you begin to feel like that, just, just find a way to pivot, but you can still pivot and be in the same space. That's, a fact. That's the biggest thing is just because my thing is if you did all this work, why, why are you going to start over yeah. and something else? Like if I've been doing taxes for 30 years, yeah. why would I start in a new, a new profession? If I've been working for the IRS for 30 years or whatever. Now I can create my own tax software or tax company or tax something in that same niche and make money on my own. So sure. just, just finding a way to pivot and make a consistency. But Stephen Covey have, has a book, seven habits of highly effective people. Mm -hmm. And two of my favorite habits, um, think win, win. So even in, if, even if you're in a situation and it feels like a loss, mm -hmm. 
-hmm. or you're in a situation and you feel like you're frustrated or you can't win, think win-win because your mindset plays a huge role into the outcome of anything that you're going to do. 100%. So think win-win, even if you're in a situation and it's negative or things that play out the way that you thought they were, think win-win and always begin with the end in mind. You always have to begin with the end in mind. Don't think about the now. Think about why am I doing this? Who am I doing this for? And then I think that's going to play a huge role into sex that you, success that you have in anything that you do. All right. Speaking of which, I'm trying to have well-rounded conversations. Okay. What's so funny? So you are, uh, you got kids? I do. My daughter, she's three. Three. She was three. She'll be four. Well, I don't know when this is going to air. So she'll be four soon. <laughs> you still with the daddy? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah. And why am I so surprised at that? I don't know. You know what I mean? The fact that, yeah, yo, really, I, it, because it's, one, you know, I guess you don't post a lot of, mm -hmm. like, relationship stuff. like with your Well, you partner. know, at one point I was, but then it's like, once you, I just sometimes, like, you got to keep your, you know, private life private. Mm -hmm. But not that it, not that it's a secret. Like, you know, it's not a secret at all. Yeah, but married? No, we're not married. Gotcha. So what's life like being a woman in a relationship, building a business? Trying. 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 For sure. For sure. For sure. But we figured it out. And my daughter is the reason why, when I say begin with the end in mind, she is my end in mind. Mm -hmm. Like, everything that I'm doing, as tired as I did, like I said, I told David when I got here today, I said, I don't really feel well. But I said, we, we were supposed to do this podcast a thousand times. I'm like, we're not going to reschedule it. And I'm leaving tomorrow to go to a real estate auction for her. Her fourth birthday is coming up. So I want to give her an investment property oh, for wow. her fourth birthday. Oh, oh. So that's my goal. Yeah. That's so um, I want to go. So that that's literally why I'm leaving and coming back. So I'm like, so instead of spending all this money on a birthday party or doing this, like, you know, we want to create wealth. We want longevity begin yeah. with the end of mind. So my goal is to give her um, an investment property for her fourth birthday. So I'm going to the auction tomorrow. Then I'll be back for revolt for the weekend. And then, just go from there. Yeah, I really thought... Oh, because you travel so much. Tell me about it. Oh, my goodness. What does your significant other do? He's in the music industry as well. He works in the music space. Oh, word. Yeah. He like so we're kind of aligned. Yeah, of. we're kind of aligned. Yeah, he manages artists. Mm. He manages artists. So, yeah, manage? it works. Hey, I tried. Oh I tried. I almost got you. <laughs> so no, but um, no, but he he manages an artist out of Philly. Um, um, Osama. Mm -hmm. He's a he's an artist out of Philly. He's fire. Then there's another artist out of Philly. Her name is T Marie. Mm -hmm. Um, she's fire. Like, and and I know everybody says she's fire, but no, when I say like she's really going to be up next, she's 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 legit. Like she's yeah. really legit. So shout out to Ghetto Babies and T Marie Osama, um, PHY Good. and everybody out of Philly because, um. They got some some movers and shakers about to come out the city, and, and I love that because everybody sounds the same. Yeah, I'm tired of hearing about how big your booty is and how good it is. Yeah, yeah, we got something else. A hundred percent. What's it like uh, being an entrepreneur? I mean, I, I I know you say it's trying, but what would you tell somebody that's in a relationship trying to make it work? Mm -hmm. Typically, a lot of entrepreneurs attract each other. Yeah. What advice would you give? Um, compatibility and just being able to have that open conversation with your partner and just understand that like, you know, 
we are in this together and then that there has to be like some type of alignment understanding that like you know I'm not just doing this for me like you know sometimes I have to travel a lot sometimes you may have to travel a lot but just understand that we both have the same goal in mind yeah. and then eventually we'll be able to relax but right now it's, it's, it's grind season it's go time Good. and then um, and kind of go from there like even with me it's so many different things coming up um, got my fingers crossed about some some big contracts for Super Bowl weekend and real quick side note not to be selfish but if I was your client like months ago would I be involved in these plans for sure okay. for sure y'all just add me in there bro. I know I got you hold me down I got you always you know okay. you know you know I do yes. you know I do and I always you know think about Dave and and different things that you're doing and things that I'm doing that make sense so for sure good okay sure. all right so um lastly um are you tired oh my god extremely I'm glad I got my good. You are I'm doing glad that I got. Lot. I'm glad I got my good lash glue on today. Shout out to my makeup artist pal, uh, because I would be over here like my lash coming off. I'm good. I'm extremely tired. <laughs> I'm extreme. Like when I literally leave here, I'm going to a podcast with my client. She's filming a podcast right now, and then um, I had a, a conference call this morning with Revolt in the car before I came in here, and then um, I have a conference call with a, a, a major company later on today about a contract, obtaining a contract for them becoming a vendor for something that they're doing. That's another thing that I want to really, really tap into. Like I do individual PR, but more like event PR mm -hmm. partnerships, like yeah. doing PR for like public relations for like the McDonald's and the, the Googles yeah. and the Burger Kings um, and being strategic in that pitching because, you know, Super Bowl's coming up, All-Star Weekend's coming up, Essence is coming up and all of these companies have activations that have to happen and they all reach out to outside companies to come in and consult. Like I, I had a conversation with a girlfriend of mine who works for a, a huge network and she's like, okay, well, we're a net 90, they're a net 90 company. I said, damn, net 90, I wait 90 days to get paid. But, yeah. you know, if the if she's like, we're net 90, but, you know, the contract is like 750 to 2 million. So if I'm doing a $2 million net 90, you don't wait, you don't mind doing those type of situations yeah. if you're going to but then when you're a smaller company sometimes when you have net 90s you have to be able to put the capital up right, first sure you got to be able to put the money up first and then get reimbursed on the back end so that's why i talk about the capital accessibility piece is so important because we miss out on opportunities like that being yeah. smaller i don't want to you know being a smaller brand mm -hmm. you know you might not have five hundred thousand dollars to put up for for the talent so then you just lose that deal in, in its entirety. Now, everyone's not a net 90 or a net 60, but you mm. will come across those, you know, situations where you might not be able to take the contract because you know that realistically you're not going to be able to pay the talent right away. For sure. So for sure. It happens. But, but just overall, just as a person, are you tired? I am. I am. And I am. But I'm 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 tired, but I'm motivated and I know that there's somebody out there that doesn't even know that I exist that's praying for me to see this through. Yeah. So that's the biggest thing for me is knowing that what I'm doing, I'm not doing it in vain. When I talk about National Black Funding Day, when I talk about Eval's Equity, when I talk about these things that I'm doing, I know that they're not for me. I'm just the vessel that God is using to carry out these ideas. So being that I have that mentality and I know that I'm not selfish and it's not about me, as tired as I am, I have to keep pushing because... I don't want my daughter to have to grow up in a situation where she has to figure out what she has to choose between whether it's a job or X, Y, and Z. I want her to have those options. You know what I mean? Like I, I want my, you know, being three and, you know, being able to have a passport or travel or things like that. Like I wasn't a lot of those opportunities as a child, not saying that my parents didn't want to give it to me, but they may not have had the, the, the accessibility to the knowledge and things that we had. Yeah. Like when I look at myself as a 33 year old woman, 
Um, I don't look at when I when I younger, my younger self looking at myself now, when we talk about venture capital or capital accessibility or crowdfunding or, you know, in that niche, I would have never thought that I would be in these spaces or these rooms, you know, looking at the type of numbers and budgets that I'm in with these. It's, it's insane. Like mm -hmm. the fact that I'm saying I could potentially have McDonald's as a client. Yeah. The fact that I'm saying I could I could potentially have Burger King as a client or Tostitos or Doritos as my client is insane to me because of the work that I've been able to put in, you know. Yeah. So it's just it's just being able to be consistent. Um and I always say just begin with the end of mind. Yeah, man. Um 33 years old. 33. And you're way more popular than me. This is crazy. Oh my god, cut out. <laughs> really? Like she got a lot going on. You got a question? Yes. Okay. All right, let me get the the mic. That's and, so funny. Uh, what is wrong with you? I, yo, because that just hit me. I'm like, all right, I'm thinking, you young, killing it right now. I'm Crazy. proud of you. Um, thank you so much. Doc, this has been very inspirational. Thank you for being thank here. Thank you so much. Uh, my question is this. You have a lot of, you know, uh, dope collabs and partnerships going on. Um, let's say they've asked a question, what does the individual have to do to be popping? My question is, a smaller brand, it's just come off of, off of a collaboration with a very well-known uh, resort, well-known resort. And they want to go for another collaboration with maybe a big travel company, such as maybe Emirates or mm -hmm. Air France. They have the ability to scale and produce. Mm -hmm. They have the funding behind them, but they don't have the eyes on them. Mm. Reach out. Okay. Pitch. Okay. I'll well, well, my question is working with someone like yourself. I will reach out. Okay. I will create a capabilities deck and I will reach out. I'm going to tell you really quick before we wrap up. Yeah. My brain does not function like the average brain. And I know, like, I just, some of the stuff that, like, everything for me is research-based, right? I'll give you an example. I don't know if you guys remember a few months ago when... Um, Turn the mic a little bit, too. Just so you're speaking it to Can you hear me? Yeah, you go, Okay. Yeah. So I don't, I don't, I don't know if you guys remember a few, a few months ago when Beyonce was hired to perform in Dubai at that new UAE building or whatever, the new uh, hotel that opened in Dubai, right? So everyone's, everyone was so excited to, to see like, oh, Beyonce, because this is before she went on tour, but she was, they were so excited to see like, oh, Beyonce's getting paid $30 million for an hour to perform in the UAE, right? That, that was like the big mm -hmm. thing. But my brain was like, well, who's able to pay her $30 million for an hour? So I did the research. I went and I found the real estate firm and the company, the CEO, the COO, and the contact information for the firm that paid her. So now I have those contacts. Mm. Why do they pay her $30 million? Because it's Beyonce. But still, it, does the, the ticket sales warrant a $30 million comeback? But no, they, these weren't ticket sales. They paid, this was private. This was a private event. What? This was, a, this was the, so they were opening a resort. No, this was a resort. It was a new resort. It was, so it was basically the guy, he was a South African hedge fund owner and his dad was like a gazillionaire and, um, and, and UAE. So they have real estate in UAE, um, South Africa and somewhere else over there. But, um, they really, really big tycoon and they pay her $30 million for, for that hour. But I just was just so intrigued about the headline, her, her being able to be paid. I'm a research person. So I want to know. Who is paying you $30 yeah. million per hour? So, yeah, we had to pull that contact. Goodness gracious. So, just things like that. So, in a sense, so when it, I only say that to say because of what you asked on, you know, being able to scale on something like that on a larger scale. Don't be afraid to fail. Because the biggest thing is they can say no. You can, you can reach out to someone and say, hey. Because I'm going to tell you another thing. Companies want to save money. Mm. They want to save money. So, like, for me, 
like if Tostitos. So this is uh, this is this is another way I do research. I said I want to land a, a, a big activation during Super Bowl weekend. And I am going to land a big activation during Super Bowl weekend. I'm already putting it up to God's ears. It's already going to be done. Right. So I say 2022, this is this is this is some free game that I'm going to give you. It's just doing some research, right? So 2022, look up the top 10 Super Bowl commercials, right? So for me, as a publicist and someone who does activations, events, and branding, I'm looking up the top 10 Super Bowl commercials that played in 2022. So if it's Budweiser, Doritos, Tostitos, da 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 most of the time when people have those type of commercials, the type of money they pay, they're grandfathered in for like two to three years. So if Tostitos had a Super Bowl commercial in 2022, more than likely in 2023, they're going to have another Super Bowl commercial, which means if you're paying that type of money for a commercial or ads or whatever you're doing, more than likely you're going to do a brand new event or you're going to do some type of activation during Super Bowl weekend, right? So, you know, Super Bowl commercials are expensive for those 30 second slots. So if you have the money to pay for the commercial, you have the money to pay for the event. So for me, as someone who wants to come on board and consult for someone like you, in the back of my mind, you probably paid $2 million or a $1 million for an activation during Super Bowl weekend. I'm going to come in. I'm going to pitch. Hey, I seen that you guys did an event last year for Super Bowl weekend. It was great. Da, 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 da. My company does branding events. Da, 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 da. We'll be able to come in, provide full service execution for you guys, and we'll be able to come in under budget. I would love to hop on a call with you. Let's jump on a call. Look forward to connecting with you soon. And then the rest is... I got this guy David Shares that can host it. There He's it is. Post on social media. There it is. That's I'm simple. Just trying to help you get the gig. That's simple. You know I mean? That's simple. This is lit. This has been a very selfish conversation for me, <laughs> and I don't care. It's my podcast. A- it's my show. A- absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Uh, Doctor Barnes, thank you so much. Thank you man. so much this for having really, me. Really, really good. Appreciate it. Um, you're extremely professional. You for, I, I, yeah. We need to have a conversation for sure. Because I want to like publicity. And it's crazy because it's like, well, David, we could, it's so many different things, like social proof snacks. Like we could do like some social proof snacks. And then all the people that have come on the show, they can have their own like different chip flavor. Like it's so many different things. Can we do like gummies? Yeah. Come on. Everything. It's so, it's so many different things we could do. And I did, I did do a whole, I did like this whole Dorito Dave thing a couple years ago. Okay. But I watched. But why Doritos when Doritos is a brand and social proof is your brand? No, I'm just saying, because it sounds cool. Dorito Dave. I love Doritos. Yeah. But I didn't stop because I, I, they didn't pay me. I stopped because I watched What the Health, and I was like, I can't be eating this garbage. <laughs> and then I, I was going to do, like, Dorito celery sticks or something like that, but that was stupid. But then I was like, I'm not But even But, crazy. like, when you look at the brand for the Social Proof, like, Social Proof is so big. Like, Social Proof Kids, like, you could create a Social Proof coloring book. So for all these different people that's around the room or all the influencers that's been on the show, create that same exact picture in black and white, Ooh. put it in a coloring book. Social proof, pop, social proof coloring book. Now Write we're that down, now we're okay. now we're pr- promoting you, it to kids. So it's just so many different things that you can do. Yes, it's looking right at you, like it just a coloring book. Literally, that simple for kids. Because all the people in the morning meetup, mostly, most likely, all of them have kids. That's yeah. a whole other audience that you could tap into for sure. Color, yes, yes. Okay, all right. This is exciting. Have um, you ever thought about that? Social proof kids. Well, yes, but first off, so let me show you. I'm going to show you something real quick, but you can't talk, you can't say nothing. Well, you can say something. <laughs> you can say something, but this, uh, I I used to do a, um, I had like 10, um, I'm not going to, I'll tell you after, because I don't want nobody to take my stuff, but I'm just going to show you. Yeah, they don't do too much, but yeah, we, we talk about off camera, but no, I, I really like the social proof kids concept, like even if you cut to it during 
you know, what you guys are doing and have two like kid entre- entrepreneurs come on and kind of talk about what they got going on. Yeah. And even with the coloring book, you can incorporate the coloring book and with the social proof kids for them to ask like, hey, what entrepreneur is this? Or who is this? Like just identifying, you know, who that is. It's so many different things. And you'll market that joint. You'll get it out to the There's world. So many different things we could do. All right, uh, all right, guys. Let's just get publicists, y'all. Appreciate okay? you guys. And um, thank you. Just babe. make sure your publicist books a call with Dr. Barnes so they know what they're doing. Okay, that needs to be a service. Listen, where the client. Hey, listen, I got this publicist. I want to book a call. <laughs> I'll pay you for Literally. them because they frustrate And please, just make sure they don't refer, refer to themselves as a PR. That's the first a thing. A PR. And they don't have an honorary Get doctorate. <laughs> okay. Yo, stop, man. Because I know some friends. Anyway, um, one last question. Uh, where do you see yourself in the next five years? And the only reason I'm asking you this question is because I want to be able to watch this interview five mm-hmm. years from today and mm-hmm. say, Shay said she's going to do that. Five years from now, um, what am I? 33, okay, boom, boom. I don't want to put a a number behind it because I know everybody says like financially well off, but realistically, I would just like to be um, known in the funding space as like like one of the like go-to people in that space. But um, I would love to be retired. Yeah. Like I would love to be mm. retired in five years. That would be like great. Retired. And when work, you say retired, like working, I don't even think you can retire, honestly. And when I say retired, I mean working because when I say retired, I mean working because it's fun and I want to do it and not because I have to do it. Yeah, like sure. that financially well off to the point where I'm waking up and it's fun. And it's, yeah. and it's not, you know, okay, we got to figure out how we're going to do X, Y, and Z today. I don't want to do that. I feel like I'm kind of in that same space. Yeah. You're I mean, I, there, work, I like working, but I like working, but not. I, I don't want to do work it right now. So that's the thing. I know with life. me, I know with me, I'm always going to be doing something. That's the thing because my body won't yeah. allow me to not do anything. Yeah. But I don't want to do it because I have to do it. Yes, I w- I want to be able to get up and be like, okay, we're going to Central Pay for a couple of days and I'm out. Yeah, that type of situation. Um, and the biggest, the biggest thing for me in five years is just as long as my daughter's well off, has a hefty trust fund, then I'm cool. Yeah, man. What, man? One last question. Yeah, what, man? What's up? She said she wants to be retired. She's working with some big brands, and she does also sales. I, like you, Dave, don't like PR because they always ask about the budget. Pay the budget, they don't get the results. A lot Mm -hmm. of times, that's been my experience. Mm -hmm. But question, the brands that you work with, do they give you points off the deal that you make for the continuation of the business? Let's say you get the the, uh, skincare brand into... Well, yeah, you would get, yeah, equity. Yeah. You ask for equity. So that's what I'm saying. I'm equity stake. Like, and you, and I'm going to give you something else real okay. quick, too. Another thing, people don't, everybody don't notice, but like, like say if I got a big deal, say if I got a deal with like, um, say if I'm working with Delta Airlines and Delta is doing a travel event for influencers, right? And they give you a million dollar budget to to fly 100 influencers to Jamaica. It's two ways you can make money off of that. You're already going to be getting, well, three ways. You're already going to be getting paid because they hired you as the, the, the person to, to do the activation, right? Then you're going to have a percentage, right, of, um, so like for me, if I'm doing something like that, you're going to be getting paid from the activation itself. You're paying the influencers, but then also you can get a, you're going to be working with a, a resort or something, right? So you'll reach out to the hotel resort and say, look, I'm going to be bringing a hundred people here. These are high influential people. This is their following and the amount of da, 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 da. You can potentially make a commission off of the hotel as well too, because of the amount of business that you're bringing to them. So that's a whole nother, whole nother conversation. A product that's going to be in the hotel store. Absolutely. For 
10 years. I just helped the client create a, a product for like boutique hotels. Like, you know, when you go to the hotels yeah. and they have like soaps and stuff in the, the, like no one's thinking about that. No one's thinking about QVC or HSN. Everybody's on social media, but like, Think about if you have 50 boutique hotels, it's 100 rooms in each hotel. You got a, a, a travel size soap or lotion in 100 rooms. And these are it's being turned around on a daily basis. That's a lot of money that you could potentially make. That's for sure. Retirement Absolutely. Sure. I'm thinking about that, Doc. Let's got you. Talk. We'll talk. Yeah. Anything else? <laughs> I want win-win. Okay, Thank you. Yeah, I and I, and I love that. And I love yeah. that. So uh, five years retired comfortably just i want to be comfortable yeah. retired i know retired is like cliche but just yeah. i don't want to have to work because i want levels work. of comfortability yeah levels and i want to yeah. be comfortable comfortable i want to be posturepedic comfortable <laughs> <laughs> okay i like Silly. that i like that comfortable cool look thank you so much thank man. you Please so much let everybody know how they can connect with you and then um uh take us out with a word of wisdom for sure so you guys can connect with me on uh instagram my instagram is ms media queen so mz media underscore queen um and then you can follow me at evals equity www.evalsequity.com um barnesmediagroup.com but the biggest way is my social media um instagram ms media mz media underscore queen i do um reply i do answer dms and then um we can set up a call and kind of go from there to kind of see you know what would align for your brand but um i think the biggest thing that i, I want to leave with today is you know if you're an entrepreneur even if you're not an entrepreneur you're just you know in this space of you know feeling down or doubt or frustrated or just feeling like why am I doing this because a lot of times we we're doing things on a regular basis and we're not yielding the results that we want to yield and it becomes well does this really make sense or why does that why why am I doing this just be consistent uh, whatever higher power you believe in keep them first and um, just think win-win and go from there absolutely listen man we cannot close it out no better than that do yourself a favor follow Dr. Barnes real doctor <laughs> He said it, not me. Okay, <laughs> I'm just letting y'all know. I don't know why I'm doing this. This is uh, this is really bad because people are gonna come at me. That's crazy. Now, when the Texas Christian people be sending me Stop a DM, talking to the te who's Texas Christian? Isn't that, that the place that gives out the? Pur it's purple. I know it's purple. It's a few. Yeah, don't listen. When the I, you know what? I'm about to go get me one because okay. I want the little cool little thing. I thought uh, you want the regalia. Yeah, over and then we're on social media, so who knows? Yeah, you're right. Nobody, really Nobody knows. knows. Who, you don't even go here. You don't even go here. Nobody knows. Never right. been in Texas. And I'm not even a Christian. <laughs> Yo, somebody's not a Christian going, I'm a Christian, but getting an honorary doctor from the... <laughs> That's David. That would be hilarious. That's David. You don't even I mean. believe in the faith. But you All got right. the degree, though. <laughs> Degreed up. Degreed up. Double hey, listen, D. Man. Don't mind me. All of this stuff is for entertainment purposes, okay? So if you No one was hurt doctor, in the yes, process of filming. A hundred percent, exactly. So make sure y'all go follow <laughs> Dr. Barnes and make sure you get you some social proof, meaning go build something. Literally. Build it really, really big. And do your best to remember how you built it, how you felt when you built it, because you have to come back to your community and teach them how you did what you did. It's the only way our community grows, okay? Sure. Like, subscribe, share this with somebody. We out. Peace. If you like the video that you just watched, click this one. You're going to like this one, maybe even more. Click it right now.
It's time to stop running your business like a hustler, like just somebody that's trying to go get some money and run your business like an actual business owner. You know how that happens? Your business hires you. Even though you started the business, the business hires you and you put yourself on payroll. And that business has payroll for other people. Now, those other people might be your spouse. It could be your kids. I pay my daughter $12,000 a year because that $12,000 that I pay my child isn't taxed. So that money is either going to go to your child or it's going to go to the government. You decide. I'd rather keep it in my house. My wife is on payroll. You need to run your business like a business owner. Most of you are taking money from your business and you take that money and you pay your house loan. You pay your rent. You pay your car. For one, that kind of stuff will land you in jail. But two, you want to grow and lay a strong foundation for your business to grow on, okay? So go to adp.com forward slash social proof. When I signed up for ADP to get this process going, I had to pay $250 for administration, setup fee, all these costs. I talked to my ADP sales rep and they said they will waive it for you if you go to adp.com forward slash social proof, meaning you can start this process for free. Absolutely free. No catches, no hooks. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. Now is the time to run your business like an actual business owner. I am on ADP. I do the same thing and it helps my books by tax time. I'm not behind. I'm not trying to get everything because in the process of them making the payroll, they take out the taxes, they structure everything. And at the end of the year, voila, you give that information to your CPA. Okay. Go to adp.com forward slash social proof. One more time, adp.com forward slash social proof. Set it up for free. Let's go.